So just how will healthcare look to the next presidential administration? We will soon get some ideas from a group that asked Senators John McCain and Barack Obama for some ideas. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XN157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Michelle McMurray, who is director of the Health, Biomedical Science, and Society Policy Program at the Aspen Institute. The Aspen Institute is a nonprofit think tank that works to bring various groups together from government and industry to scholars and policy experts. Trained in pediatrics and molecular immunology, Dr. McMurray has transitioned into health and science policy, focusing her work on the intersection of biomedical research funding policies and healthcare disparities and global health inequities. She has been a Global Health Fellow at the Council for Foreign Relations and is an adjunct assistant professor of health policy at George Washington University, among her many past academic and policy roles. She joins us today from the Aspen Institute's offices in Washington, D.C. Dr. McMurray, welcome to ReachMD XM Channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you. You are one of the first guests I've had since the dust has cleared, and we now know that we have two major candidates, Senators McCain and Barack Obama, running for president. And this is going to be an exciting year because there are some clear choices. But if you could, how will health care look to the next administration, depending who gets in? And also, you know, on the congressional front, this is going to be interesting, isn't it? It's going to be a very interesting year. I'd start by saying it's going to be a year of possibilities, 2009. It's very exciting to see both the Republican and Democratic presumptive nominees at this point really calling for increased access to affordable health insurance. They don't agree on how to get there, but they do have some very interesting proposals, and that's going to mean that health care is in play again for the first time in a long time, and that means there's going to be an opportunity to really get creative, and I think it's going to be critical that we do just that. And your group includes some folks on both sides of the aisle, if you will. I know that Christy Todd Whitman is on your committee, and she is a moderate former governor of New Jersey. I would have ventured to guess, are there some initiatives that are going forth on either side that there could be common ground for, or maybe you could even first address, what are maybe some of the first areas that could be addressed where there would be some common ground? Yes, you're absolutely right that our group is very bipartisan. I mean, in addition to Christy Todd Whitman, we have Frank Raines, who is the former head of the Office of Management and Budget under Clinton. So we have both sides of the aisle represented, but more importantly, we have patients, we have clinicians, we have economists, we have people from many different walks of life who've been knee-deep in the healthcare issue for many decades, and their experience is priceless, and we want to draw on it. And more importantly, we want the candidates, the eventual president and the Congress to draw on it as well. I think it's going to be interesting to watch. I do predict that we will see a health insurance bill, probably not in 2009, but in 2010. But the ramp up to it, the debate will start next year. Um, And I think that window of opportunity is going to be very important. So if there are clinicians out there listening who have ties to their local Congress people or who are active in policy circles or in professional organizations, that's going to be the year to really focus your efforts. Where are some of the places you might focus it? Well, although they disagree on how to provide more health insurance, interestingly enough, our questionnaire, which our advisory group put to the candidates, that they agree on some very interesting issues. One, they are very much in agreement on prevention. 
both McCain and Obama think that prevention has been sorely neglected, that we need to spend more on it. They believe in it for different reasons. McCain focuses on the personal responsibility issue and saying that, quote, we need to create a next generation of chronic disease prevention, early intervention, new treatment models, and public health infrastructure. I mean, that's music to the ears of many clinicians who have been trying to convince policymakers for decades that prevention is something we need to focus on. While Obama says, I believe that protecting and promoting health and wellness in this nation is a shared responsibility among individuals, families, school systems, employers, the medical and public health workforce, and the federal, state, and local governments. Each must do their part, as well as collaborate with one another. So this means that we really need to seize on this opportunity to say, okay, we've talked about this for decades. Let's make prevention a reality. And that is an interesting point. And I guess, you know, when you talk about a health insurance bill in 2010, would your group also advocate that let's, I mean, let's take prevention and just like various children's health initiatives. I mean, wouldn't it be possible perhaps to get a bill maybe in the first year and say, let's get some more um, money to family physicians? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's probably not that simple because there's so many pieces of the pie. But I, I do believe, though, that you bring up an interesting point because spending more on prevention is a key to everything, especially given the high number of uninsured. You're absolutely right. I mean, we learned from the Clinton healthcare debate in the early 90s that when you try to reform the system whole cloth, you run into a lot of difficulties. So I think everyone's going to steer clear of that approach. But that being said, I would hope that we don't lose our ambition, that we don't try to do such small pieces in that first year, especially with the economy being so poor and the war still ongoing, that we lose sight of our larger goals. I think there's a real opportunity here to kind of start the momentum early in the first administration, make sure it's a very important part of transition team, which sets up the new administration, and then it's opening few months. But then we need to keep our advocacy and keep our interest and keep our voices loud as we go on into the first couple of years. I mean, prevention is key, but part of it, too, is reform how we pay for health care, making sure that our incentives are aligned so that prevention is important, but also clinicians are valued and patients see the value of keeping themselves healthy. One of the other interesting areas of agreement is on this issue of quality and value. When we polled the American public, they did not agree with how we currently pay physicians. Only 5% thought we should pay physicians for the number of patients they saw. Only 11% thought we should pay them for the types of procedures, and only 1% thought we should pay them for the number of procedures. That being said, almost a third of Americans thought that physicians should be paid for exceeding accepted standards of care or meeting accepted standards of care. And so thinking about redesigning those incentives and how we actually pay for health care in this country is the important umbrella under which prevention falls. That's very interesting. A translation, physicians, they'll pay you for performance. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Joining me today is Dr. Michelle McMurray, and we're talking about the Aspen Institute's questionnaire, if you will, they propose to the presidential candidates. And we're talking about not necessarily areas of disagreement, which is a good thing. We've been talking about areas that the Aspen Institute, a nonprofit think tank in Washington, has found where the candidates are agreeing. And Dr. McMurray was just telling us about prevention and personal responsibility and quality. And she rattled off some of the polling data that her group found. And Dr. McMurray, I find that very interesting because that would probably be a good starting point. And if you could continue along those lines of perhaps where Senators Obama and 
McCain do agree in other areas because as this gets into full swing, these are not usually the things that are going to be talked about on these television ads. Well, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned pay for performance, which has many connotations these days. And I should let your listeners know that both McCain and Obama at least appreciate the complexity of that issue. And so, for example, McCain said we should pay a single bill for high quality care, not an endless series of bills for pre-surgical tests and visits, hospitalizations and surgeries, and follow-up tests, drugs, and offices. So he wants to pay for coordinated care, as he calls it. While Obama says we need to move to a system that rewards and prioritizes quality, align reimbursements with the provision of high-quality care. So some sort of realignment of these incentives is probably in the works, and we should prepare ourselves as a medical community for what we think that should look like and what voice clinicians will have in determining that. But you know, it's interesting, both McCain and Obama also hold the individual responsible, and the American public does as well. Americans believe that individuals should make healthy choices, but interestingly enough, they are split on whether or not we should use a carrot or a stick to achieve those ends. So, for example, almost 80% of Americans feel that Americans who make poor health choices should be held responsible for them, and another 80% feel that financial incentives such as lower health insurance premiums and deductibles should be given to those who are actually exhibiting a healthy lifestyle. But only a third of Americans, only 29%, actually feel that there should be financial penalties for making poor choices. So the American public would like to reward those who do a good job of staying healthy, but not necessarily penalize those who don't. And McCain and Obama show a similar split. McCain would use both a carrot and a stick. So he would reduce premiums for healthy lifestyle behaviors, but also he would add penalties for not living healthily, while Obama believes that the carrot approach is the way to go, more rewards and less on punitive. Yeah, this is a very interesting theme, too, because in one of the Medicare bills that was just debated and didn't really come to pass, physicians actually heard of the carrot and stick approach to going along with e-prescribing. You know what? We'll pay you more if you get the software and do e-prescribing. You will not get a reimbursement if you don't. And really, this is a very simple approach, and I'm glad that you brought it up, and I suppose that our listeners would be glad that there's some agreement on this. What other themes have you discovered that the candidates do agree on? Well, it's interesting. You mentioned e-prescribing, and that brings to mind the use of the Internet as well, which is growing in healthcare and just going to be more prevalent. We found, most interestingly, that the American public is way ahead of probably providers and policymakers in terms of using the Internet for their health decisions. 94% of our respondents said they use it. 93% say it's easy. And perhaps a little frighteningly, 85% find it reliable, find the information is accurate. Now, how they're checking that is unknown, but that's their perception, at least. And then we found that they're using this Internet information not just to treat serious illnesses. I mean, the belief is that people on the Internet seeking health information are those who are seriously ill with chronic conditions who are very dedicated to their care. But we found that more than half are using it for things like nutritional choices and which treatments to pursue for mild to moderate health problems. So there's a lot of use of the Internet out there, and both McCain and Obama want to see more. They want to do more to make sure that health IT is used as effectively as possible, and that was really inspiring to see. They want to make sure that people have access to accurate information on the Internet, but also that clinicians are using e-prescribing and electronic medical records. Now, Obama differs from McCain in that he would actually put some money behind this wish and pledges to invest $10 billion over five years to help clinicians adopt 
more health IT. And I think that um, that monetary support is going to be an interesting source of debate going forward. And clinicians need to play a very careful role in that debate, saying what it will actually take for them to use as much health IT as the nation would like to see. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Michelle McMurray, who's been our guest. She's with the Aspen Institute, and we've been discussing not necessarily differences, but some of the similarities in the health plans. And if you'd like to look at the questionnaire that they pose to the candidates and their responses, go to www.aspenhealthstewardship.org. And I'd like to thank Dr. McMurray, who's been our guest. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to our on-demand library, including this show, visit us at ReachMD.com, register with promo code RADIO, and receive six months free streaming for your home or office. If you have comments or suggestions, call us at 888-MD-XM-157. And I'd like to thank you today for listening. This ReachMD program is featured on Sermo, a free online community exclusively for physicians. To discuss this program with your colleagues, visit www.sermo.com. That's S-E-R-M-O dot com. When you join, enter ReachMD in the promotion box to receive a $15 Amazon gift card.